It's fantasy time. Uh, yeah, we're talking fantasy sports, not dear penthouse. But don't worry, winning your league is way better than porn. This is Fantasy Hockey Time with Dean Millard. Can you dig it? Presented by Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports. Can you dig it? Get in the game where you own the game. Joe own the Chiefs. Owns. 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 Hello there and welcome to another episode of Fantasy Hockey Time presented by Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports. My name is Dean Millard and I'm here to help you win your league or at the very least make it a whole lot better and we are broadcasting on the Ultimate Fantasy Sports Network. One day late was uh, just under the weather on Sunday. Uh, so uh, gave me a chance to watch some Monday night games and, and make some uh, recommendations and the like. And we always like to start things off uh, with a kind of question of the day. And that's what we will get to right now. This is a serious message. Peace and love. Peace and love. I want to know what you think is the worst stat when it comes to fantasy hockey. Um, I, I think there's a number of them. I think penalty minutes is dumb because there's never a penalty minute that rewards or turns a game around. So if you're looking at realism, penalty minutes aren't great. I know it takes a lot of players' value away uh, or value that it adds. I, first, plus minus is the worst, though. It's just it's the worst stat in hockey, and it's so dumb in fantasy. So that's my thought process, but I'd love to hear from you. Chime in uh, with your answer on Twitter, at Duck Millard. What is the worst stat when it comes to fantasy hockey? Hit me up on Twitter, at Duck Millard. Big thanks, of course, to our title sponsor, Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports. It is the most realistic, high-stakes fantasy platform out there. The UFHL, the Ultimate Fantasy Hockey League, nearly mimics everything about the NHL, including a scouting program and a prize pool approaching 50K. You could be a scout, make a little cash, put your knowledge to use. We also had an expansion franchise that was recently auctioned off for $10,000 USD, but it's not just any fantasy hockey team. UFFS is on the Zillica blockchain. So they aren't just fantasy players you're drafting. They are NFTs, digital assets that are going to appreciate in value. Right now, there is the UFAHL, the UFHL, and the UFAHL covering the American Hockey League. And the Ultimate Fantasy Golf Association was just announced. So get in the game where you own the game. Here's a couple of Twitter accounts to follow. At UFF Sports. At UFS Network on Twitter to find out a little bit more. You're watching things right now on the Ultimate Fantasy Sports Network. So here is the lineup for today's program. We'll bring you the three and a half stars of uh, the past week that ended on uh, Monday. We won't be including, uh, on Sunday rather, we won't be including Monday night uh, stats from that one. Five lineup decisions moving forward for this week. We'll tell you about the MASH 4077 unit, who's banged up. Bold predictions will come your way uh, in a little bit about who I think is going to have a great week. 
Love to hear your fantasy beef. We'll uh, vote somebody on and a few guys off Fantasy Island. We'll have rules of fantasy engagement and a whole lot more going on in the program. So how do you get a hold of me? You talking to me? You talking to me? You talking to me? Well, who the hell else are you talking? You talking to me? Well, I'm the only one here. Yeah, I'm definitely, well, my wife is in the in the condo as well, but I'm the only one in the uh, in the studio right now. So if you do want to talk to me, get in touch at Duck Millard on Twitter. You can also follow at UFS Network. You can email me, fantasyhockeytimepod at gmail.com, or you can email UFSN at uffsports.com. And uh, check us out on the web, www.fantasyhockeytime.com, where you can uh, check out past episodes and more. So that's how you get in touch with me. Let's drop the puck and get going. Game on! All right, so uh, we will start uh, this week with our three and a half stars. Top three players and an honorable mention. And uh, this is a guy we've uh, talked about a couple of times, and we've only had a few episodes, but everybody is talking about him. Kirill Kaprizov of the uh, Minnesota Wild. Five points, four of them goals, 22 shots on goal, and a game winner. Uh, So that's the honorable mention. Uh, He's probably the front runner for Rookie of the Year, but there's certainly a few other guys that are uh, trying to make a, a good push as we near just less than a month away from the NHL trade deadline. So it's such a weird season, but uh, he has been so fun to watch. And uh, it's interesting, him and Matt Zuccarello having great chemistry in the Minnesota Wild. Pretty good team to watch right now. Philip Grubauer is star number three, three and one record, a 932 save percentage, a shutout, and a 1.24 uh, goals against average uh, for the goaltender who gets the third star. And then uh, tough to, uh, like, uh, these guys were shut out the week before when they were playing against uh, Toronto, and then they get Ottawa and they explode. So McDavid and Dreisaitl stars two and one, 18 points, nine each. Um, McDavid is plus five if you unfortunately have that stat. 18 shots. Dreisaitl, six goals, four points on the power play, and 16 shots. So the Edmonton Oilers, um, just just a, a juggernaut machine against the Ottawa Senators. If they could only play them in the playoffs, uh, they would do so well. So uh, Monday night, uh, there's an interesting game as the Flames defeated the Oilers, uh, but the Oilers did make it close, and they were obviously... Uh, banged up with some uh, blue liners. But anyway, that is your three and a half stars of the week as uh, we uh, take a look at um, who was good and uh, who was even better. And now we take a look at five lineup decisions that you need for this week. And one of them is to look at a guy like Kevin Shattenkirk. The scoring faucet uh, has been turned on after it was just a drip, 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 a slow drip for most of the season. But six points in his last five games, two goals, 14 shots. And this is more of the kind of production that fantasy GMs, when they drafted Kevin Shattenkirk, were expecting when he went to Anaheim. He's back. He's about on a, if this was a full season, low 30s, about 33-point season which is certainly down from his uh, career average of 46 points. But 
maybe he goes on a bit of a run here and, and rewards you if you've been waiting for him or if you're uh, quick to pick him up on the waiver wire. Uh, in one of my leagues, he's available. In the other one, he's not. He's uh, on just 27% of rosters in Yahoo and uh, 38% on uh, CBS. So if you have Shattenkirk, now's the time to certainly uh, get him in your lineup. Uh, and if he's on the waiver wire and you um, you know you don't have a whole lot of extra depth uh, on the blue line this is a guy that you might want to look at and now Brandon Tanef is the uh, second guy I want to talk about for a bottom six guy in Pittsburgh he's producing points and he's delivering hits if this was a full season he would have just under 40 points and 345 hits he's got 118 so far he's also on the right side of uh, plus minus again uh, sorry about your luck if uh, that's a stat one of my leagues has it also i feel your pain but tanf fills out some other categories quite nicely as well so you're going to get some production out of them and in, in as far as uh, points not a, not a massive amount uh, but depending on how deep your league is this is a guy that could be pretty valuable in uh, multiple categories and then there's a guy like chandler stevenson who just you know wavered his way to the uh, Vegas Golden Knights, did not play on Monday, so make sure he's healthy before you do start him or look to pick him up. But if he's available, grab him right now. Nine points in the last eight games. He was getting top line and power play units uh, before the injury for the Golden Knights. Four, Jakob Markstrom. Beat the Oilers on Monday. Beat the Habs twice before that. 9.32 save percentage in the last three games. And Daryl Sutter has them playing much better in front of him. And that's the one thing that Markstrom GMs and Markstrom's owners that uh, drafted Markstrom are going to really benefit from down the stretch is that they are going to button down in front of him. The Oilers scored three on Monday, and that was the, the most the team has scored on him since Sutter took over. So this is a guy who could be a really good pickup for you at the deadline if your goaltending isn't that great and really put you over the edge. I traded for Tuka Rask in one of my leagues. I have Markstrom because I just wasn't sure. That obviously, the Flames weren't playing that great. Uh, if I would have known Daryl Sutter was taking over, I probably wouldn't have traded for Tuka Rask, and I just would have rolled with Markstrom. But uh, now it gives me some good options and, and certainly some really good depth if, uh, in, you know, unfortunately, knock on wood, if one of them is injured, as Tuka Rask is right now. So Markstrom, great pickup. If your goaltending isn't great down the stretch, and um, obviously if you're not starting him right now, uh, then you're probably not winning in your fantasy league unless you have just an absolute stud like Vasilevsky or something uh, ahead of him, obviously. And number five, I'm going with Kasperi Kapanen of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, he's rostered on just over 70% on CBS, so most of the CBS players are aware of him. Just 36%, though, on Yahoo Sports. So if you're in a Yahoo league, you could probably find this guy. He and Evgeny Malkin absolutely on fuego as of late 18 points since the beginning of march nine points each so it hasn't just been malkin and uh, malkin carrying kapanen he also has two game winners this year so malkin is obviously owned on on a roster and i'm not sure i'd be going out and trading a whole lot for malkin lately he has uh, looked better but uh, sometimes the switch can get turned on and off with him uh, but Kapanen is worth grabbing, especially if, if you already do have Melkin. This is definitely a guy worth grabbing because they're line mates and they're certainly uh, creating um, a whole lot of good chemistry together. So I would look at uh, Kasperi Kapanen, especially if uh, you already have uh, the big man, Gino Melkin. So 
We're looking at uh, Kevin Shattenkirk. Time to put him in the lineup. Brandon Tanev getting uh, body checks all over the place. Uh, Chandler Stevenson checked to see about his availability, but he was red hot before that. Markstrom rolling for the Flames, and they're playing much better in front of them. And uh, Kasperi Kapanen, along with Yevgeny Malkin, tearing it up uh, for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Who's in? Who's out? Let's check out right now with the MASH 4077 list. Tis but a scratch. A scratch? Your arm's off. No, it isn't. Well, what's that then? I've heard worse. You've got no arms left. Yes, I have. Look. Just a flesh wound. What are you going to do? Bleed on me? I'm invincible. Yeah, well, some of these guys, unfortunately, are not uh, invincible as uh, that beautiful Monty Python skit would have you believe so we check in with the mash 4077 unit and alex petrangelo is one of the guys at the top of the list we don't know what it is it's undisclosed but he's missed the last five games uh, for the golden knights uh, didn't play on monday night and the knights have three more games this week so hopefully uh, he's back soon because uh, there's probably a lot of people that could use him to help anchor in in a lot of different categories. He's not the rush-up-the-ice superstar. Um, that's pr- probably going towards uh, Shea Theodore with the Golden Knights, but Alex Petrangelo still contributes a lot uh, to different lineups. Tuka Rask, as I mentioned earlier, uh, he's been uh, out, but there is good news. Where Petrangelo didn't skate on uh, Monday, Tuka Rask did skate on Monday, so that's good news. Uh, they did say Bruce Cassidy said he wouldn't play uh, he, on Tuesday. He didn't play Monday night either. Uh, so the Bruins have one more versus the Penguins and then two versus Buffalo. Really would be nice for two Karras GMs to have him back against the uh, sinking Buffalo Sabres, who will not have, as you see on the list, Jack Eichel, who was out about eight weeks. Uh, some are saying it's a neck injury, but you probably know about this already, so uh, you probably do not have him in in your uh, lineup uh, if you're in a some sort of keeper league uh, this might be a guy that you might want to deal uh, to a team that's not very good or doesn't have a lot of keepers and maybe you can get something for this year to help you out um, but most teams don't have a center on in fantasy that that Jack Eichel is now the Sabres haven't been good he hasn't been good but there was always a chance if he got healthy he could kind of rip it up uh, down the seat uh, down the stretch but that's obviously not going to happen now Dylan Cousin the, the one guy who was supposed to benefit from uh, Eichel's absence is now out uh, he hasn't played since March 11th when he was hurt versus Pittsburgh and tough to see Vincent Trocek go down with an upper body injury has missed the past two games so checks to see if he's out uh, Tuesday night again uh, for the Panthers, uh, but looking to build on his uh, 13 goals and 24 points in just 24 games. He almost has uh, 70 shots as well and more power pl- play points than five on five, which is good uh, if you are into uh, a league where you kind of get some uh, bonuses uh, for that sort of stuff um, as far as um, you know power play points versus uh, regular strength points so there is the mash 4077 unit uh, hopefully some of these guys like petrangelo and rask are back soon we know eichel is out long term and uh, cousin and trocek hopefully uh, they get back into the lineup very shortly as well this is fantasy hockey time with dean millard
Fantasy Hockey Time is a part of the Ultimate Fantasy Sports Network, your one-stop fantasy sports shop. We're building something all fantasy fans will love, and we're looking for quality programming to join us. Reach out if you're interested in being part of the rotation, whether you have a daily, weekly, or even a monthly show. If it's about fantasy sports, we'd love to chat. Follow at UFF Sports, at UFH League, and at UFS Network for more information on how you can own the game. Get in the game where you own the game. Hear me now and believe this later. Prediction? Yes, prediction. Pain. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. We want to pump you up. All right, here is my bold prediction. Tyler Toffoli already has two this week as he scored two on Monday night, one of them an empty netter. He's going to have a six-goal week. Six-goal week for Mr. Tyler Toffoli of the Montreal Canadiens. Three more games uh, for the Habs as they continue uh, to try and right that ship. Certainly Toffoli has been uh, one of the real, real bright spots uh, for uh, the Montreal Canadiens. So that is my bold prediction. Tyler Toffoli will finish with a six-goal week. Welcome to Fantasy Island. All right, time to vote. Wendell is cut. Rudy is cut. Janie, you're gone. Steven, I like your hustle. Get him a uniform. Congratulations. The rest of you made the team. <sighs> Except you, you, and you. All right, as for Fantasy Island, this is what I'm going with this week. This is a, a trade that I just made in one of my uh, fantasy teams. Is I picked up Drew Doughty, uh, who is having uh, just a, another superb season. I don't know what it is about the L.A. Kings, but you know there have been guys that have been kind of written off before, Dustin Brown, probably a couple of times, and they've turned things around, and Drew Doughty is another guy. Jeff Carter went there when people thought, ah, maybe this guy... Uh, doesn't have it as much anymore, and he scored a lot of goals again. Um, so Drew Doughty is a guy who kind of seemed pissed off in the offseason that some people were saying maybe he wasn't as good as he used to be or past his prime, whatever you want to use, and he actually said it. He said some of these guys were saying these things that have pissed me off, I'm motivated, and he's showing people what they can do. Uh, I gave up a first-round pick, Cody Glass and Jesse Pogliarvi. It's a lot to give up. But I am going for it, and you know what? I'm not. I don't. I don't care that it leaves. And this is a dynasty league uh, where we have a you know a pr- fairly deep prospect system, not as deep as the Ultimate Fantasy Hockey League, where we have a 27 man reserve list. Uh, but we've got some rookie. Uh, I think four rookie slots were allowed, and it's in contracts. Uh, so I'm going after some uh, some players. I said I got Tuka Rask, picked up Kevin Hayes, uh, obviously Drew Doughty now. I'm still in the market for another guy, uh, another blue liner to try and bolster it because uh, I want to win now. So I made that trade. I think it's probably a little bit lopsided. It was with Dustin Nielsen. 
uh, who's in our league, but I needed to get Drew Doughty, and I had to prevent another team from getting him as well. I'm going to try to pick it up. You know, I'm, I'm not going to have much in the cupboard. I just recently tore down my team, got a lot of picks, and built it back up. I could go from last to first in three years. That is certainly, or two years rather, uh, that is certainly my goal. So that is what's going on with uh, Fantasy Island. Uh, we're going to get to fantasy beef and rules of fantasy engagement in just two seconds. Back to the pond, rookie. This is Fantasy Hockey Time with Dean Millard. Dean Youngblood, five foot ten inches, 160 pounds. He's 17 years old. An American kid from Stanton. Scored 92 goals this year so far for the Stanton Flyers. Fantasy Hockey Time is presented by Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports, the most realistic platform around. The UFHL, Ultimate Fantasy Hockey League, mimics almost everything about the NHL, from a scouting program to actual seven-game playoff series after a playoff draft where you pluck from the non-playoff franchises. So when your league ends a couple of weeks before the actual season... Ours continues right until they hand out the Stanley Cup and we hand out the Klein Cup. And these aren't just fantasy players, they're NFTs, non-fungible tokens. You're hearing a lot about those, so get in on these digital assets that'll be on the Zillica blockchain. You can bid, trade, build your team, or scouting platform however you want. With UFFS, you own the game. So get in the game. Give them a follow at UFF Sports, at UFH League, and at UFS Network for more information. Am I hot? Yeah, I'm hot. Get some bull crap. I'm your huckleberry. Well, we're waiting. That's a crock of crap. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Boy. That escalated quickly. All right, my uh, my fantasy beef this week is with uh, CBS Hockey. And just the fact that uh, CBS really doesn't seem to care about hockey. Uh, it's like a bit of an afterthought. Baseball, good. See, football, really good. Hockey, uh, yeah, their rankings suck, first of all. And they don't even know what's going on. I mean, unfortunately, I'm in a weekly league, so this is, you know, it's it hasn't hooped me too much because I was going to start them anyway. But the LA Kings and the Blues game was postponed tonight, or last night, rather. CBS in a weekly league has already locked the lineups counting that game. How can you get locked in for a game that was scheduled and postponed? Because they don't pay attention. It's the, it's the child they have forgotten about. So CBS, get your stuff together. Absolutely brutal that guys would be locked in and and maybe there'll be a correction tomorrow, but how are you not on top of this? It's COVID. You got to have somebody watching the schedule. So anybody on the Blues and, and Kings were locked in for a game they didn't play, that nobody played. Like even the one time, this is how silly it is. Markstrom and Tuka Rask were my goalies. They were both hurt. Aranta and and Markstrom were my goalies before I traded for Tuka Rask. They were both hurt one week. They got locked in. They didn't play a game, but their team did. CBS, you have serious issues. Please get help. There is help out there. Yahoo is okay. ESPN, pretty good. 
take hockey a little bit more seriously. Please, please, uh, CBS, I implore you to take hockey more seriously. All right, now let's get to a uh, little rules of fantasy engagement. Smokey, this is not NOM, this is bowling. There are rules. I don't think it taints it. What'd you talk about, mister? All you have to do is follow three simple rules. All right, I just have one rule uh, that I want to uh, kind of tell you about, and this is something that we do in uh, that CBS Hockey League that I, that I and, and I like the league I'm in, except for the weekly changes, but I'm, I'm frustrated with these, the uh, site that we use. But I will tell you about this uh, very cool, I think, uh, category things that we do, and I'm sure maybe you do it in some of your leagues. This is the first time we've done it, and that's weighted categories. So goals and assists in our league are worth two points rather than the usual one category um, that you get. I think it's a great idea because, you know, those are the most important ones. In my Ultimate Fantasy Hockey League, we also have weighted categories for pretty much everything, uh, you know, uh, shots and plus minus and, and hits, uh, block shots. Oh, no, maybe we don't have block shots, but takeaways, uh, things like that. They're, they're, they're weighted on a, on a kind of a point system. And I think it's really, really smart. It's actually something that not this year we're not going to do it in baseball, but I'm going to put forward in our baseball league. You know, if you had if you had home runs and strikeouts as two weighted categories in baseball, two very important categories for hitters and, and pitchers alike. So something that I think would be kind of cool and does, you know, put an emphasis on 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 points, which is what we all go to games to to watch for and things like that. So think about it in your league, weighted categories. And if you have a cool a rule, uh, poet and I didn't know it, that you like in your league, I would love to hear from you. Hit me up at Duck Millard. I'm always looking for ways to make some of my leagues a bit better. Um, I told you about the toilet bowl rule that we had. I've, 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 you know, spread that around to lots of guys and implemented it into a lot of leagues I've had. So I'm always looking for ways to make my leagues better as well, as well as helping your leagues uh, also. So there you go. That is rules of fantasy engagement. And I told you about the Ultimate Fantasy Sports Network, UFSN. That's what you are watching this show on right now. And here is the schedule. Every second Sunday, the UFFS podcast. Uh, they'll have one coming up this Sunday. Bates and Fish will. Fantasy Hockey Time, that's this show. Usually it's Monday, but ill on Sunday, so couldn't put it out. Uh, Two Minute Tuesday, that'll be coming out later today with Darren Bates. Tracking the draft with Craig Button and myself, where we look at the NHL draft, uh, the 2021, and some a little bit for 2022. And UFHL Now comes out on Friday, taking a look at the best fantasy hockey league on the planet. All right, you can contact me at any time, fantasyhockeytimepod at gmail.com. And don't forget that Fantasy Hockey Time is part of the Ultimate Fantasy Sports Network. This show is all about helping you win and making your league better. Have a great week in fantasy, and uh, we will talk to you with this show next week. Next time I'll talk to you is Wednesday here on UFSN with Track in the Draft with Craig Button. I'm Dean Millard. Have a great week in fantasy.